What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the What We Gonna Do podcast. I am your host, AJ. <laughs> y'all can always find me at linktree forward slash what we gonna do pod. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash what we gonna do pod. Now let's get into the show. Well, it's the fall, uh, winter, I guess whatever you want to call it. Um, and what a better time than any to talk about mental, uh, health, you know, I know I said mental and health and I'll kind of break that out here in a minute, but, um, I don't think I've ever done an episode like this. I think that I've talked about a bunch of different things and just my mental and it's, you know, my, my strength and, and all of this other type of stuff. But um, if you followed me over the years on social media, you, you've heard me just talk about men's me- mental health and, you know, uh, men's mental health awareness and just, you know, men, men, men. And I don't think I've clearly expressed myself. I've had a lot of conversations behind the scenes with several different individuals. I have a lot of conversations with my friends just talking about real life stuff at 35, being a father, being a husband. Um, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, working, uh, and just things that have impacted me, you know, for better or for worse, you know what I mean? Overall, I'm good, but like most people, I've had my ups and downs over the years and and some, some real ups and downs. So as usual, uh, I am going to divulge some more shit about myself in hopes that, um, for the strong men out there and the, the strong friends, um, that it encourages you to, uh, go on your own journey, you know what I mean? And, and it's okay. It's not a sign of weakness. It, it's normal. And, uh, and I was explaining that to my friend the other day, you know, my friend said something and he was just like, I don't want, I don't want to say this. And it makes me sound feminine. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, let me, let me clarify something. You know what I mean? Jokes aside, uh, cause we crack jokes, but jokes aside, um, there's nothing feminine, uh, feminine about it. Uh, there's nothing that is emasculating, uh, what he said in that conversation was, was real. And I can see how society views things I can see, but it's just like the idea in his head that what he was going to say, what he was speaking about was not normal and his rationale that he understands that this is typically not what people consider the ten, like the the fact that he even leaned into that, not and I, you know, stopped that, you know, um, all this masculine energy, feminine energy, all of this, some of this shit, you know, a lot of it is bullshit. A lot of shit is is brainwashing, and you know, we've been taught the wrong things. You know what I mean? Again, that whole boys don't cry bullshit, or or boys don't feel, or boys don't get tired, or boys don't. And if we do, it's feminine, it's gay, it's this and that. It's, it's, it's a lot of crazy shit that we've been uh, prescribed over the years, that, that we've been assigned to where even we believe showing weakness as a man is feminine. And it's not. It's, the, it's fucking idiotic uh, to think that we are, like I say, man, like we're not fucking human. So I'm not going to get too far off into that. But I just told him, I say, let's, I say, bro, everything that you're saying is normal. I felt it. 
And that shit don't make me feminine, don't make you feminine, don't make no other motherfucker feminine. Because we have fucking emotions. And we get tired. And we want to vent. And we get frustrated. And and we uh, may uh, uh, direct our energy in the wrong places. Uh, in, in the times of us... Uh, not not you know being in the right uh, mental space physically uh, and mentally honestly but again we're gonna get to that so um a snapshot because i don't want this to be too long i i, I want y'all to digest it and, and just understand that look a lot of people put me on a pedestal men women a lot of people over the years relationships outer relationships family etc cetera, etc cetera. but i am i say this all the time i say this to my closest people that i know that i love I'm no different than y'all. I'm a human. I have my ups and downs. I have my good moments. I have my bad moments. I have things I need to work on. I have things that I'm really good at. Um, There are levels and we all have that. But I really try to let them know like, yo, I'm having my own human experience just like everybody else. There's no, um, there's no superhero and, and godlike and all this other you know what I mean? Like, of course, I want to be Christ-like, but but it's like I'm I'm not a, uh, you know, I'm not a being who can, you know, just these miraculous. Y'all y'all get the point. You know what I mean? Because I know some people are misconstrued using the word God, but anyway, um, I'm using it in terms of you know, like compared to superheroes. Just just look at it like that. And so, I think over the years, you know, just coming up as a kid, um. I was raised by a woman and, but my mother was tough. Like my mother, I don't really remember. I probably saw my mother cry a handful of times. And this, this tells you the environment that she grows up in and and the type of woman that she is, that she's not what I would consider a typical woman. What she's displayed to me is strength and not weakness. She's displayed resilience She's she's displayed a lot of things that would be assigned to typically a man, typically the father and all of this type of stuff. Like just how she's carried herself and she's not been perfect, but the type of mother that she is, again, cuts the grass, takes out the trash, puts gas in the car, the things that she had to do. You know what I mean? Things that she had to figure out. Uh as a young woman living in this world and, and men being how they are, like she adapted. Um, you know what I mean? So that's, that's the type of woman that she is. And I, you know, I don't have a lot of memories, but I mean, I had fun as a kid. Um, you know, again, the, the oldest thing is just feeling poor, like the feeling of poverty and the feeling of like not having and not getting the things that everybody else was getting. Yes. There were times where uh, you know, again, I talked about it on everybody has an ugly phase of just you're being insecure as a child and what that what that looks like when you don't get the attention of the attraction of the, the girls that you're interested in, the girls that that you like and this and, and, and growing through those types of things. So I talked about that and that those are my earliest memories of just like my mental being formed and just my mental because, you know, when you're younger. I didn't get to this realization about mental health. Like it, it was again, it's a poured in the black community and counseling and all of this stuff. Your parents don't talk about it. 
Nobody helps you with it. You don't have family members, anybody that, that talks to you about when you're feeling confident about yourself as a boy, when, you, when you're not feeling confident as a boy, when you're feeling confident as a man, not as a man, like not, you know, uh, when you're not feeling confident as a man, when, when you know, um, when, when you don't feel like you look your best, you know what I mean? When we don't feel like you have the best and what does that do internally to you as, as a, as a person, uh, as a child and, and you're going to school and you're seeing other people and it's like, Oh, this, they like the light skinned guy. Or they like this guy. They like the athlete. Or they like the, the perception that you get and not being able to talk through those things, like not being able to really get it out. You just have to kind of keep it in and just like be embarrassed uh, take your shots, be shy. You know, it comes out in all these different ways of, you know, again, some guys are very aggressive. I was, I was not aggressive. So I'm speaking for myself when I say some of these things and, you know, getting those emotions out. But that, that was like a tumultuous time was, I was very confident. And then I lost my confidence. You know, I lost it and I lost my confidence because I went from being popular to not being popular and it just was gone. And then it was like I had to build myself back up over time. Like I had to get to the whole, I like me for me. I want somebody who likes me for me and all this other type of stuff. But it was all mental exercises. You know what I mean? Like that was a lot of mental exercises for me to build my confidence back up. And it took a long, very long time to build my confidence back up. Um, but I felt these different things. And, it, you know, yes, it was it was based on. Uh, women and, and girls and getting girls and not getting girls. And you know what that means. If you don't get girls, you're gay. If you, if you get girls, you're a player, you're this, you're cool. If, you, if you're not getting who you're attracted to, you're ugly. If you, you know, like, like all these things, as many things as women go through, um, and even just talking to my wife when she went through puberty and just like her emotional standpoint and just like how she was viewed versus how she viewed herself and how her feelings were hurt just about that that process and not really understanding her body was changing and not grasping like you know just the duality of being a child and your body is changing and now the world is looking at you differently but you're still a child I still feel like a child I still think like a child and I want to be regarded as a child and now you know people are looking at me differently I don't necessarily appreciate it like it you know, the attention is un unwanted so that's her thing huh that may be another thing, you know, she can talk to the women about that. But for me as a boy, um, it wasn't so much about having the muscles. It wasn't so much, you know, uh, uh, about that, but it was about the looks. Like, how do you look? How do you feel about yourself? And, and of course, abs. I think I think most boys want abs. Like, you want you want abs. Like, yeah, you can be the nerd. You can be the geek. You can be the jock. You can be the, like, you want the abs. You want to feel like you're handsome. It does not matter what your parents say, what your father, what anybody. You have to receive that and, and get that. And, and this is something I do with my son now, but I mean, I, I, yes, it does need to be reinforced by your parents and those that are around you, but you need to get it. You want it from the world. You know what I mean? As a kid, most kids, they, they want it from the world, that validation they want it from the world. And so I was one of those, um, who went through those, what I would consider mental things like, you know, just struggles with, um, how I saw myself, you know what I mean? Just those internal fights. And that went on. Ever since I lost my confidence in uh in, in elementary school, it carried on pretty much until my, my college years. Um, where my mental took a hit was just different living situations. And it wasn't so much that we were living in poverty. It was just like 
the moments, you know, the, the moments where you're technically homeless, you living at your grandmother's, um, you're, you know what I mean? You're staying here, you're staying there. You don't have a place. You don't have your own space. And so you don't want to invite anybody over to your house. That was another side of it. It's like my house had roaches and, and mice and these different things. And it's like that mental part of feeling like everybody else, like this is the thing. The the thing that I was going through, a lot of households were going through. None of us talked about it. And we all kind of shied away from it. We all didn't mention it. Some of us got used to living with these different bugs and insects and, and rodents and all this. Like, you just accepted it. And then some people didn't. I was one of those people that didn't necessarily accept it. Nor did I want to bring anybody into that world. It was something I had to live with. But it was nothing I wanted to invite my friends over to see. That's not, that's embarrassing. That's not cool. This is not, we're in an apartment. We're in a trailer. We're not in a house. I don't want to invite anybody over there. And this is a mental thing. As much as people may think this is not a mental thing, but it's, that, that that whole thing, what, what you're thinking, that's a lot of mental for a child. Like how I look, what I'm living like. And then uh, just going through those different things, you know, even just the whole pressure of having sex and when you first have sex and how, you know, when you know if you're straight and you're this and you're that and when, you know what I mean? And I know it probably sound, you know, I got I to gotta do this because it sounds a certain way. Oh, well, when you know what you mean, when you know, when you're a boy and this ain't got nothing to do with attraction, nothing like that. But what I mean is the definition of, of the definition for most people is when you get your first nut, when you get some pussy. You know what I mean? That's the that's the pinnacle of you being who you think you are or say who you are is when you get some pussy. Until you get some pussy, you don't know. You don't because everybody else is telling you something else. They're telling you you're weak, you're this, you're that, you 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 you're not you, you you all these different words that I heard. I won't say that I, I heard I was weak. I don't, I don't think I ever heard that, but <clears throat> you you hear these different words. You know what I mean that. Don't characterize you, but you also understand, hey, I haven't got any pussy yet. You know what I mean? I, I don't think I got none until eighth, ninth grade, something like that. And it was kind of like, whew, it's a, it's a relief, but is it satisfying? Like getting getting a girl, getting a, like, because what it means has been twisted. It does not mean like love. It does not mean relationship, girlfriend. It does not mean, it. it, it is a vain a measure of masculinity. So the, you know, people talk about their first times and good and bad and all this other type of stuff. And then it's, you know, but we, you know, a lot of young men, I would probably think that we get that taken away from us because there's so much pressure. It's not something that is just natural that you get to feel it out, that you get to enjoy it and just do this with this person that you want to do it with. A lot of us are like coming up, are, are trying to get over that hump of getting our first pussy. You see it like one of my favorite movies is The Wood. And, you you know, you see it in The Wood and you see it in these different things. And it's a coming of age story and all these different things. But it's just like, that's a lot. You know what I mean? And so you cross the pussy bridge. And then it's like, then it's how many? How many? How many times? Then it, then you cross one bridge of this, and then it's like, well, shit. You still, hey man, that's only one, bro. You still, uh, you mean like your masculinity is still in question? Like even when you think like I've the ultimate flag, I've planted my fucking flag, I've done my thing, I got some pussy, and then it's like, 
They move the goalposts. Everybody, you know, your peers, the what you see on TV, what you hear from your your uh, male figures around you. The goalpost gets moved. How many numbers you get? How many girls you talking to at one time? How many girls you knock off? How many? How, how many? How many? How many? It's a because it turns into this big ass no. Once you cross it, all right, you know what I mean. He yeah, he got he got him a little pussy. All right, he ain't no bitch. He ain't, he ain't no uh he ain't no faggot. He ain't gay. He ain't this and that. All right, now okay, cool. Now what's like okay? You can't. You got to keep going. You got to keep the. You got to and then you start looking at it again. Like damn man, I ain't really. I ain't knocking that, you know what I mean? I ain't really. When I got to college, I was happy with my number of chicks that I had slept with. I was happy, like, the volume. I had a pretty decent volume of sex, but not a lot of uh, encounters with all these different women. But I got to college, and uh, that was the height of my embarrassment. You get to college, and you ain't getting no pussy on campus, and everybody talking about who they knocking down. And I'm, I'm sitting here looking for a girlfriend. I'm sitting here trying to find the one that the special. I want to make it special. I want it to be special. I don't I could I could just knock down whoever whoever come knocking wherever the wind blows. I could have been knocking down. I could have been motherfucking uh, uh Kareem and all these but I'm I'm looking and, and so you feel inadequate compared to your peers. You feel like damn, okay, everybody else, you know, they fucking and what's going on with me, man? I'm not really I'm working on it. You know what I'm saying? It was like you get to college, I'm working on it. I'm working, I'm working. I'm working on it, you know what I mean? But this shit ain't really falling, you know what I mean? The shots ain't falling. But I'm working on it, and you cross that bridge, and I think I just got to the point where I said, fuck it, man. Like, that pressure was fucking with me so much that I just really said, fuck everybody, man. I don't care that I'm not having sex as much as other guys. I don't care that I've only had sex with this many girls and all this other shit because I looked at it like the wood. This one girl count for 10 of them fucking schizos, 20 of them, 30. This one count for triple of yours. Meaningless sex is meaningless sex. And I would argue that to this day, and that's a whole different conversation, but meaningless sex is meaningless sex. I don't give a fuck what the numbers say. As cool as that shit sounded, it's the dumbest idea in the world. Some shit that's forgettable, that's meaningless, that don't feel good, that's not. What, like, that is only covering up boys, young men's other insecurities about themselves. And that need for competition and all this other stuff. So that was the height of it when I, when I get to college. So... Dealing with all these mental things, you know what I mean? And just masculinity and all. And what, what does that mean? What does that mean? I, I can't like things that are soft. I can't like things that are this. I can't like things that are this. I can't wear certain colors. It's all of this shit. Like, oh, man. I remember in um, middle school, never really thought about yellow and pink. And, and and when I say that, and I like I said, I really can't remember. But I remember, like, not really knowing that it was a thing. And it was probably funny, like, you in middle school, how you don't know, but it's like, I remember, like, I don't know, uh, let's see, when did we go to middle school? Sixth, seventh grade, something like that, in Little Rock. And I remember getting this yellow, I don't think I had a pink. I don't think I did the pink. I, you know, I just don't think, I mean, I pink, my colors, y'all have heard them before, my colors, these, these are a child. My favorite colors were black and gray. Like these blue, navy blue, like these dark, my world, I felt 
internally was dark. And I liked the, that those things. That that was what I was attracted to. And so that that was my thing. So I think my mom got me like it was it was it was it was black, but it had like yellow stripes or some shit. And uh and I think I, you know, I think I got it and it, it became like a it wasn't like somebody talked about it or anything like that, but it was just like it somewhere along getting that, it was a boys aren't supposed to wear yellow. It was like and I was like, damn, it's just a yellow, you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking, I'm not really thinking. I'm just like, it's a yellow fucking stripe. It, it could have been, I probably wouldn't have did pink, I'm gonna be honest, but I don't remember at the time. But it could have been a pink stripe. But it was just like it was a it was it was mostly black. So I didn't think it was too bad. I was I didn't I didn't think nothing of it. And it was like, no. And I remember not wearing yellow for like years. Not wearing pink. Not wearing uh those were probably the two. I think I did like a sky blue. You know, I did, you know, I did maybe some different. But let's let's say the more warmer colors I stayed away from for years. Blood, red, blue, navy, royal blue, navy, of course, black, charcoal. I didn't really do a lot of red because it was a lot of you know, I didn't really do a lot of red. I did more black than anything. White, of course, I did my white, but I stayed away from this. Man, y'all know when I became an adult and got married and all this stuff. Man, I ain't give a fuck about none of that, man. Find me a nice yellow shirt that I look good in. Find me a nice pink shirt that I look good in. Find nice salmon. You know, Hove says salmon. I don't give a fuck. Pink, salmon, light blue. Shit look good on me. Look good on my skin. It's a good fit. But I had to become a man to, like, not get, not get, it's a nice shirt. Nice shirt, nice shirt. These mental things as a as a boy coming up. So I'm still gonna get to the uh you know the health side of it, but mental, a lot of lot of mental shit, you know what I mean, as a boy. And I think my first thoughts of suicide came after my father passed. Oh yeah. AJ had thoughts of suicide. I never could really go through with it, and this is you watch all the TV, you see all the different things. You see the people pop pills, you see the people slip their wrists, you see, you see the different ways to do it or whatever. And I never thought about it until middle until high school and my father, I lose my father. I talked about that on a, on an episode uh this year, I think. But I lose my father, and it's like I want to make myself sick. Now at this time, I didn't want to commit suicide, but I wanted to make myself sick. And I think I had these dark thoughts just throughout the years where I didn't want to be here. I just wanted to die. and But it wasn't that. Like, you didn't say that, like, coming up. I don't think that was the word. It was just, like, this strong feeling. And and so when my father passed, I tried to make myself sick. I bought this food now. I was just eating. I'd never eaten this much food. I was trying to eat all this much food just trying to make myself sick. Now, again, y'all might not look at old suicide, but it was, that was the, it was the, uh, it was the art, uh, life imitating art. Um, you know what I mean? It, it was the, as a kid, trying to do something to harm myself significantly because of how I feel. That, that was the intent behind it. I don't think I actually used the word suicide until like high, until college or something like that. Like when I actually said suicide, but I mean, you know, I had these darker thoughts. Um, and when I get to college, 
you know, I'm just going through things. You know what I mean? I, I'm just going through things. I just want to be out of this world. There's too much stuff going on, stuff going on at home. And I've talked about this over the time before, but I'm just kind of laying this out for y'all. Me, my own journey uh, with my mental health. And, uh, you know, so yeah, I wanted to do it. And I'm thinking about, you know, my, my girlfriend, she was a cutter at the time. And but that shit didn't bleed off on me. She was a cutter before she met me. You know what I mean? That was something I tried to stop. Like, um, I'm all about self-preservation. That's what I learned through this. Like, self-preservation kept me from harming myself. Like, kept me from crossing a certain point. If you've seen, um, uh, uh, is it Boomerang? No, no, not Boomerang. It, it's, uh, it's, it's Jamie Foxx, Gabrielle Union, Morris Chestnut. And I know this movie. It's one of my favorite movies. And I always forget the fucking name. But anyway, in that movie. Um, they do this whole kind of joke throughout the movie about him biting through his flesh. Like he, you know, like in that you, you can't do it. You know what I mean? That, that it's, it's, it's like, it's this great act of when you can go past a certain point. And that just, anyway, I learned about a bunch of things, but in, in college, when I thought about it, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do the pills. I was like, man, that's too many pills. I damn sure wasn't finna cut myself. Like I'm thinking about it. I'm trying to think through it. How can I do it? The easiest thing for me was to drive off a like drive off a bridge, like drive off a road. That was the easiest thing. But I could not do it. I could not take my car and veer off the road. I couldn't do it. My my body would not let me hurt myself in that way intentionally. And then it made me, you know, learn about how people can cross a certain point. Like how people can they can cross that natural part of ourselves that allows the self-preservation. But my mental, you know, it wouldn't wouldn't let me do it. And I get married. And of course, uh, you know, you 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 know, you get out of college and uh I mean I think I was like I said, I was in a much better place. Like, you know, my who I was and what I wanted to be became solidified in, in college. Like I I moved past a lot of shit. And I get out of college and I I got this new attitude, I got this new confidence. A lot of shit that I thought was real during my uh, you know, formative years when I got to college I realized a lot of that shit was fake the numbers uh the looks because look looks are to the beholders like looks are you know what I mean sometimes it was the it was just your game it was your you didn't have the game you know what I mean that's a that's a mental thing too if you don't got the mouthpiece but it was it was multitude of things I'm just not into you or they got girls got their own thing to where they feel like I need to be with the light skin the this the that the not this guy that or the guy who has the house, his parents are well off and all of this. As much as a child thinks everything is about him, he thinks everything good and bad that it's about him. And a lot of shit don't even be having to do with you. We just put, we take it on ourselves. We just assume and think it's got to be me. I get to college, get the reality check. It's not like it's all that shit went out the window. I learned and I've talked about on episodes and I got my confidence and I'm like at my height. So I get out of going to the world. I get married because I don't really think nothing happened like in between me going on like me and, you know, from from college to getting in the world. And so I get married and uh, marriage has been a journey. Path of suicidal thoughts, being married, uh, you know, and, and, and it does weigh on your mental. I had a lot of things weighing on my mental. 
work-wise, like now you get to a position and you want a career and all of this and you feel like you're getting stonewalled and you actually were getting stonewalled and your marriage is not exactly what you like it to be. A lot of arguments, a lot of fussing, a lot of, you know, a lot of different things. You know what I mean? There, there are not many things that my wife and I haven't went through. You know what I mean? If there was a top 10, we probably ain't went through the top three, but we probably went through the other seven. And the and through the ten through the fifteen, so we went. You know, we went through a lot, and 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 that mental part of it is even more because now you have to take another person's feelings into consideration, and then you have children. You got to take your children's consider uh, feelings into consideration, but you're still who you are. You still come from this background. You still have these things in your mind that maybe everybody will be better off without me. Ah, man, if she feel like this, maybe we'd be better off. And I had my times driving down the road, talking to father-in-law, saying, I'm finna do it. I'm finna just drive off the fucking road and all this stuff. Never did it. Um, never never did the cutting, never did the, you know what I mean? But you 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 have thoughts of just not being here. I mean, God forbid having a gun. I, you know, that's probably, even though I've never mentioned that, and I, people do, you know, it's like, that probably is the, Cause you could do that accidentally. All that hanging yourself, seeing motherfuckers like the you know movies and motherfuckers hanging out. Like, I can't do the hanging. I can't do this. I can't do. That. <laughs> and yeah, it's so funny. Like thinking about thinking through how you gonna kill yourself and like I can't do that. I can't. But this is real shit, man. I'm saying all this, man, because I've had my struggles too. I I, I have my struggles to this day, man. Every day is not a good day. Some days are worse than others. Me and my wife, we we again we have our ups and downs. I've talked about it, but I just haven't went in depth. Um, we have our ups and downs, you know, like any other marriage, any other, you know, uh, I want to say marriage. I don't want to just say relationship, but relationships, obviously, mother, father, I mean, mother, mother, daughter, father, son, all the type of stuff, ups and downs. And so I've had as strong as I am, as strong willed, as strong minded, I have my moments of. You, you know, like, damn, man, like, it's too much to bear. And yes, some of it I put on myself and, and some of it I felt others put on me. But um, I really had to build up myself and learn. Um, I know I'm kind of skipping over, you know, probably some of the more marriage details. But no, y'all, y'all have heard the gist of it. You know what I mean? The heights and the and the man like being done with the marriage several times and just like moving on and just the mental fatigue of staying in it and what does God want? What do I want? What does my wife want? What is best for the kids and all this stuff? Like the, the human, this is real stuff. Whatever you can think of, man, just I, I probably didn't, didn't be- dealt with it at, at some type of level. And you get this thing of, at least I got this thing of like, Knowing oneself, like knowing who I am, knowing what I bring, knowing like the good and bad of me, knowing what I can work on. Knowing, like we will really let others opinions of us fuck us up so much, man. But we care. We care what our spouse thinks. We care what our friends think. We care what our family thinks. But we also care what the world thinks. You know, what I mean? and it's all of it can be toxic. All, all of it, every single, can be toxic. Probably not your child. Your children, they don't know no better until they get a little bit older. But it can be toxic to the person. It can be poison to the person that takes it in and, and the person that 
now starts to let that get to them, like where they start believing it, like it can be poison. And I've just had to like become steadfast in, in just like knowing I am a good person. I have good intentions. And I've, I've, I've done the, you know, me and my wife have done counseling and, you know, uh, you know, I've seen just counseling on my own and I plan on getting it just by myself in the future. Um, you know, we, you know, you, you seek all of these different things and you, you know, you go through your different motions, man. You got to learn yourself. And I, I just built myself up like that. I am this person that God has me here for a reason. And it's not the reason everybody else, you know, whether people, you know, for the people who want to take advantage of me, for the people that want to use me, for the people that need me, that, that, you know, all of these different things. And just like figuring out stuff for AJ, like what's best for AJ, that what's best for the kids, what's best for my wife, like. For me to continue being on this earth, like getting a real understanding of, of myself, because again, I got married young. So while I'm figuring out how to be a married man, I'm figuring out how to be a man, I'm figuring out how to be a father. And that's a journey. It's a journey and you're doing it simultaneously, going through all these different things, the mental gymnastics that that, that we go through, um, even just. If you, you know, if you see things outside of the home that you're not getting that in your home and just that mental piece of that mental piece of staying faithful and why, like being, I always had this thing of like being a good person and like, you know, why didn't I just be a bad person? Like, why do I give a fuck so much? Why do I want to be a good person? Why do I want to be, you know what I mean? Stay faithful. Why do I, why do I not play these games? Why do I not entertain these women? Even when I was single, I didn't. Like in dating and in relationships, I didn't play these type of games and shit. You know what I mean? I didn't allow these things into my space. And just that mental piece of it for some of us who, even when everybody is like, oh man, you could you you could just do what you want. I had somebody tell me, a man, I didn't know this man. He told me to keep my marriage and have some on the side. I just looked at that as two fucking headaches. I don't know why any man would want two fucking headaches, but it was interesting him him saying that and just like how he said it. And like, we can get into a whole thing about that. You know what I mean? Fidelity in a marriage and just like temptation and temptation being a real thing. Temptation is real. The devil is real. Like all this, you know, whatever the case may be. Same thing for women. We're not even finna get into all that bullshit. You know, there's, there's been a lot. And like staying on my mission of what I'm doing and why I'm and, and knowing why I'm doing it and just continuing to walk as tough as it was, as easy as things would have been. Um, trying to have some peace of mind of doing the right things and, and, and what's right and, and how do I honor God and how do I get these thoughts out of my head and, and, and how do I work through this and why do I feel this way and why are these my vices? And um, for the mental side of it, I'll end with: you should look at healthy ways, not porn, not alcohol, not women, not uh, you know, uh, like racing cars and, and like men seek healthy alternatives, um, seek healthy outlets. Find your outlets. I don't care what it is. If it's gaming, if it's reading, if it's if it's communication, if it's podcasting. I encourage you to find healthy outlets, not to carry all of the things that a lot of us men can carry inside of us. And also 
not to utilize those unhealthy outlets that we know we have the violence and the 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 harming a woman harming another man harming a child harming uh rape and all these different I encourage and employ you to figure those things out and stay away from the whether it's, it's self uh, harming and all this like to find something that is better for you that is going to last long term even if it is counseling I encourage you to seek those healthy outlets I encourage you to fortify your mind fortify your will I encourage you to gather the strength to have the strength to overcome and to withstand as a person I would encourage everything I'm saying that may relate to men, I would I would relate to women as well. I would convey that I want y'all to get that message too. And as we're getting older, as we are the new leaders and we have children, we're starting to have children or nieces, nephews, whoever, somebody in the community looking at us to work through your shit in a better way. I don't care if it's writing. I don't care if it's recording. I don't give a fuck if you don't put a podcast out. But work through your shit in a, in a better way that not only helps you, but it helps the next generation. Helps your family, like helps your community in, in a more positive way than it may be destroying you, your thoughts and your mind. And when you let yourself, we all fall short, man. We going to have our moments and we're not going to do this thing perfectly. My, my goal is to encourage everyone to do better. We're not going to do this thing perfectly, man. You're going to have your setbacks, but to acknowledge those setbacks, to acknowledge your cycle of when you're feeling these emotions and what's triggering them and how to overcome that, like acknowledging that you're in a cycle and then saying, okay, I'm in a cycle. I'm going to get out of this. I'm in an unhealthy cycle. It's leading me to these things. I got to get out of this as soon as possible. I encourage y'all on on the mental side. On the health side, men, drinking, uh, pills, food, uh, sex, guns, violence, (sighs) health um, means a lot of different things. And your physical health. It's equally as important as your mental health. The Bible talks about the body being a temple, even though most of us, we don't regard our body as temples (laughs) because we know how we treat temples. Most of us, we know how we treat temples. If we got some sense, we we know how we enter that temple. We know how we leave that temple. We know how we position ourselves when we're in that temple. And we don't necessarily look at ourselves that way. My health journey um, has been. Not, not too crazy, and so this this should be a lot shorter. But coming up as a kid, I was I was a shorter child. I was I was chubby. I wouldn't I wasn't fat, but I mean I you know I was chubby. I got some cute pictures or whatever. But it's like I went through this transformation. I talked about it, you know, uh, on, on some episodes. But it's like I come out and I'm this cute kid, and you know, elementary, first, second, uh, first, you know. You know, K through first grade, I'd probably say maybe second, maybe maybe up to third. I'm like this cute, I'm like this cute, skinny, skinny kid or whatever, happy, smiley. I don't think I had glasses, you know what I mean, dimples and all this other type of stuff. Uh, I think I gained a little weight, you know, eating, not being as athletic. I wasn't playing sports. I was running around, but I wasn't playing sports. I get a little chubby, but I, I don't think I really got super chunky or whatever. But I'm growing, but I'm not as tall as everybody else, and so. 
I get a little weight. Now, be unbeknownst to myself, I didn't know that that I was chubby. I didn't know that I looked a certain way or something like that, but I did. You know what I mean? I, I can look back at my pictures. It's kind of funny. But it's like I went through this couple of years where, I, you know, I guess I was a little chubby. And then I get taller and I get out of that. I slim down, but I still ain't got like the abs and the muscles, but I'm strong. Like I'm, I'm strong. I'm solid. I ain't, I'm not the easiest guy you can move, pick up, et cetera, et cetera. I get taller. I think in ninth grade, I had abs for a couple of weeks or something like that. You know what I mean? And, 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 you know, so middle school, high school is really where the health journey starts. And I'm going to say health as far as like strength and conditioning, because I didn't really know the eating thing. I didn't know my father, my, 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 my stepfather. He would talk about me. Just he wanted me to bulk. He wanted me to he was putting me on the bread and steak and all of this. stuff. He wanted me to bulk up, but it wasn't really working. I was still skinny. Whatever. I wasn't really putting on pounds like that. But it's like and I don't learn it the right way. I just learn you're supposed to lift heavy weights. You're supposed to eat stuff that helps your weight stick to you. You want to get big because I'm playing football at this time. You know what I mean? And so from that, from middle school to high school, that's my that's my mentality. I want I want the abs, you know, for the girls. Um, but most of what I'm doing is is football. It's it's man, it's strength and conditioning, it's being big. And of course, I'm fighting in the street and doing stuff like that, or whatever. So that health journey. I would say was the wrong. And this is why what I try to do with my kids now. It's like I want them to eat healthier. I want them to know the differences. I want them to eat more green foods, more fruits. With the shit on the fruit, on the on the food pyramid, and just having having a better understanding. This ain't necessarily talk about going vegan and all this other type of stuff, because I still ain't did that. But over the years I've tried pescatarian, I've tried chicken only, I've tried I've tried a lot of different things that haven't necessarily worked for me. But that was the beginning of, hey, I'm gonna work out. I'm going to be, uh, you know, look like this. And that carried on pretty much throughout high school, like the conditioning part of it, man. Then you get to college and all of that shit falls to the wayside. I ain't playing sports. And it's like, you know, now I'm just kind of like maintaining. I'm in a certain type of thing. Or, uh, you know, of course, I still want to look like Will Smith from I Am Legend and all this other type of stuff. But I don't know necessarily what to do when I really get into my health side of it, my physical health side of it. And just like. My knees and my back and my digestive system and all of this other stuff. Because in, in high school, it's like, hold it in. You, you hold it in. You holding that piss. You holding that shit till you get somewhere where you can go use the bathroom. You, you, hold, it, you hold it in. And then I learned that shit wasn't good. It fucks up your stomach. It ain't good. You know what I mean? But I never really had a lot of stomach issues. But it, it fucks you up. You know what I mean? To an extent. Because you want to protect your nuts. You want to protect all these different vital things. So... In adulthood, being a man, this is the time where I really learn about health. And me and my friends, we have all these different conversations. Damn, what happened, man? We used to be outside all the time. We used to be jumping on trampoline, running around neighborhoods. And it's like, now, everybody working, man. And, and that shit just slowed down. Weight ain't, it, it stay on a lot longer. It come a lot faster. And it take a lot longer to get off. And then you look at it like, I have to eat better. This is impacting my health. And I pretty much had relatively good health. Uh, I'm a person who always stayed on top of like going and getting my checkups and going to the doctors and going to the men's uh, health and wellness events and all of the type, which I encourage any man to do to go out to the free events. Learn about your body as a man. Learn about your health as a man, your prostate, your this, your that, your whatever, your 
cholesterol, your HCLs, your, your all, all this. Learn what stuff should I eat? What stuff should I not eat? I know a lot of us, we're learning on our own. We're, we're coming up with stuff. People are eating sea moss and all this other kind of stuff, drinking, whatever. Um, aloe vera. Somebody gave me this damn aloe vera the other day. So we learning about all these different things. But I encourage you, man, talk to the doctors and the physicians and talk to people who this is their profession. Do do your you can do your WebMD. You can look online and all this stuff, but man. Please, please do both. Talk to the people who who study this stuff, who see people, and they they know both sides of it in and out. Talk to those people as well. And so you get older, you gain weight, and it's like now it's a journey. Now it's like, how do I eat better? How do I show my kids? But how do I live to be around for my kids? How do I? How do I? maintain like where my knees ain't hurting where my back ain't hurting where my and i've had like you know i fractured my knee in high school of course i played sports i had things where i sprained my my, my wrist and sprained different things or whatever but then you get older and it's like i have deterioration in my back you know i have a a, a disc impingement a bulging disc in my back or whatever i tweak my back squatting and it was the weirdest thing but i ain't finna get into all that it was a weird thing it was, it was literally you know and so I ignored it for years. I had a tear in my knee that I did lifting uh, some furniture. Didn't know I had it. I ignored it. This is a football mentality where as a man and man, you ignore shit. Women do it too, but you ignore shit. You ignore what your body is telling you, what your body is saying, all of this other stuff. Like you ignore it. And I will encourage everybody, do not ignore it. Do not wait until it's too late. Because yes, it can get worse and it will get worse. When you're feeling something, I don't care if it's in your nuts, I don't care if it's in your elbow, your ass, your, you know, uh, uh, I don't care, you know, whatever it is, you know what I mean? Um, your, 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 your back, your chest, your head, your neck, talk to a physician, get a PCP, talk, don't just talk to your friends and friends and fucking family and looking online, man, don't just ignore this shit. And so I've done relatively good with being concerned with my health. Now, yes, eating better. Eating is my biggest vice. Like eating is my most terrible thing. And I'm not the biggest dude in the world and all that type of stuff. But it's just like eating. I had to give myself a like, hey, I don't have a lot of vices, man. Let me eat my fucking food. But uh, thanks to my wife and just thanks to me having to explore other things and, and, and want to show my child stuff different. Yes, now I'm eating avocados and tomatoes and 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 fucking uh uh broccoli and uh and and, and what's the other green thing that, that's fucking terrible? Like anyway, so I'm I'm like I I gotta do I gotta incorporate more fruits because coming up health wise, I didn't I didn't eat breakfast in the morning. And I, I didn't even think it mattered. I didn't eat a lot of uh fruits. I didn't eat a lot of vegetables. I was a very picky eater, health-wise. But again, I didn't know no better. I didn't know the long-term effects of what this would do to me and just how bad and how much of a struggle it would be now to change some of these bad habits that I learned over the years that I thought were normal for me. I had a friend who said he never drank water. So I'm encouraging men to rethink about some of the things that you've learned even if it's from older men, if it's from the barbecues, if it, whatever your uh, uh, culture's culinary specialty is like, relearn some of this shit, man. 
Um, put put these sides to the side. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, put the you don't need to add on. No add ons. Cut out the add ons, man. Get active some type of way. I don't give a fuck if it's Zumba. I don't care if it's a treadmill. I don't care if it's uh, actual like strength and conditioning. But men, worry about your health so that you can be around, especially if you have children. But if if you don't, be around for your nieces and nephews. Be around for the community. Focus on your health and do it in a better way. Like learn the good shit about your health, the bad shit about your health. Don't. It's not all a bad thing. Don't don't look at everything as a bad thing and just feel like damn, it's a never ending. Like, this is not the easiest fucking thing to do, man. But I don't want people to get so down on themselves to where they don't even try. They just feel like it's a fucking lost cause. It's not a lost cause. There are positives and negatives. Clap for yourself for the positives. Clap clap for yourself for the positives. And address those negatives. As little as you can at a time, address the negative shit. If it's your eating, if it's uh, fast food specifically... If it's coffee, like if it's shit in the morning, all this, you know, type of shit in the morning. Uh, If it's steaks, if it's like address that and figure out, okay, even if whether it's portion control, whether it's spreading it out, whether it's fat, intermittent fasting. These are all the things that I've been learning about and trying and just figuring out what works for AJ. Like what my balance right now is I want to find something that feels good to me and that is good to me. Like, I don't, I'm not with the, man, you just, you just dying to this, you dying to that. I just learned, I tried it and I was like, that shit just don't feel good, man. Like not being able to eat what I want to eat, not doing what I, like it don't feel good. It don't make me happy. It fucks with my mental. Like, and it's like, how long? Cause yeah, that shit might work for a little bit, but then how long? And I, y'all have not heard me talk about like supplements. I'm not big on supplements. You're not going to hear that from me, man. Uh, you know, I'm not, I don't do a lot of smoothies, which I, I, I'm going to look more into the meal replacements and just anyway, I'm going to look more into a lot of stuff, but I don't want to push that out there because that's not me. I'm not supplement guy. I'm not meal replacements. I'm not all of this other type of stuff, man. I am very weary about having to take things to be healthy. I do my men's one a day. I got like some clarity or whatever, but I'm very weary about feeling like I need to take these different elements and I got to take them for the rest of my life, man. I don't see myself doing that. I also don't want that to be my handicap or my crutch that I'm just taking these different things or that I'm doing the weight loss quick. And I, I did the little uh, uh, the thing where you lose weight and you take the pill at Walmart, whatever the fuck it is. It's, 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 it's not the normal weight loss thing. It was the... Uh, what is, it, what is it called? It's some shit you can get over the counter or whatever, but it, it's not FDA approved or whatever. So I've tried some things here and there and I bought the little ab machine when I was like after college. I bought the, like the ab crunch and all this other shit. I'm not, I ain't got no problem with you trying stuff and experimenting, man, but find something that you can do consistently. Find something that's healthy. Find something that's not holding you down. I'm not really with the doing the weight loss, uh, you do the weight loss thing and you do that liquid diet for a week and then all this shit going to come back, man. It's not sustainable. I am about sustainable health practices for men and women. I'm not about no tummy this, no tummy tea, no this, that, no, none, no waist trainer, no. I feel like the only way to have a healthier lifestyle is to have a healthier lifestyle. Eating better, Exercise. 
And there is, yes, there's some technical stuff. There's some stuff you got to deep dive into that because I know that's so broad. And it's 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 literally something you got to cater to each person. But go find your nutritionist. Whoever, you know what I mean? Like get, you know, something that is legitimate. Whether you got to pay or whether you, however you figure it out, whether you do it through your job, go find your nutritionist. But figure out a better way to have a healthy balance of your mental and your health. Figure out a way in both areas to figure out how can I address my needs over here in the best way? How can I address my needs over here in the best way? And also acknowledge why, why you're doing what you need to do for your mental, why you're doing what you need to do for your health. Why? Because that's very important is knowing your why, man, that that's going to be your driver, your motivator, your finding your why. All right. So this is a long one. I ain't did this in a minute. I have not recorded this type of quality in a minute for a long episode, man. But this was very important to me. It's near and dear to my heart. Um, just for everybody, man. Like we got to quit ignoring it and acting like mental health in our community, acting like we don't have PTSD from traumatic events and all this other type of stuff. And I think I talked about that on another episode a little bit, but I got some post-traumatic stress, you know, type of stuff where I've seen a lot of violence and I just didn't didn't process it. And I, I just let it, you know, turn into something else to where I became numb. So that's another, you know, mental and physiological thing, you know what I mean? Because you you should, as a human, have certain reactions to horrifying events, man. Um, I don't want to end it with this, but, man, uh, I'm sorry to hear about what happened to uh, Takeoff. Uh, it's horrible. It's horrific. And I talked to my wife about the solutions and all of that. And I ain't got the solutions that everybody else got, man. I, I like my solutions are a lot different, man. For you for this for the sake of your mental and for the sake of your health, um, be mindful of, of, of who you're around, where you go, where, how you move. There's a reason why certain people live to see these type of ages and certain people don't. The likelihood, the chances. Um nothing is certain. You get hit by a bus, you get hit by a train, you get hit by a plane. The likelihood of that happening is is a lot smaller than some of these other things that we put ourselves around that we could potentially avoid. And what I would say is that as we continue to grow and get older and become men and and, and, and who we are, women as well, um, walk differently. Know when it's time to go, know when it's time to stay, know what type of energy you want around you, what energy you go out with you, whether it's you taking it or the people that you take with you and, you know, live as best you can, man, but don't shorten your life with things that could have been avoided potentially, man. Like, um, whether it's Nipsey, whether it's, I ain't even going to get into all this other dark stuff, but, um, this was her, uh, man, and it doesn't have anything to do with this person being a celebrity, man. This person is a person. I feel this way when I hear about just regular shit happening, man. Um, and I like dude. I thought he was the best rapper out of the group. I didn't know the boy was 28, but it really don't matter. And, and yes, when, when you're in your 20s, man, you think you're going to live forever. Like, you know, some of us, shit, we living to die. Like, we living thinking we're going to die. You know what I mean? I didn't think I was going to make it past 25, man. And it's just like, as you get older, it's like, it gets to a point where you got to live. Like, hey. I know even if you ain't got kids, even if you ain't got this, it's like 
that self-preservation, man, that I talked about for your mental and your health is important, man. And, and acknowledging why you need to preserve yourself, why you need to you know, just, just, you know, move differently. I encourage everybody to do that, man. Um, a lot of shit ain't worth it. We got too. We got way more to lose, and we got to gain. Got to gain by a lot of this shit. A lot of man, it's senseless. It makes no sense. Some of the things that we put ourselves in, the people that we put ourselves around, even if they family. Um, and for and, and you, you are risking their life and someone else's life. So, my time is up. Um. This thing, I ain't never seen it turn red, but it's turning red now, man. But just um, prayers to that man's, everybody that's surrounded, man. Um, it's fucked up. But y'all take care, man. Seriously, take care. Hopefully y'all listen to this. Y'all may not, man, but it's out there, man. And, and I did it. You know what I mean? I, I put my own testimony out there, man. So hopefully it'll help somebody, even if one person listened to this, man. All right, y'all. Until next time. Peace.